Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Friday, and the Pelicans have... A new head coach, officially Willie Green. The PR stuff went out yesterday. You saw the tweets. I got the PR email. And the Pelicans, as I told you all, are having the press conference to unveil him, if you will, Tuesday, July 27th at 11 in the morning. So today's episode, we're going to talk about Willie Green. Nothing else. We got more draft stuff next week. Then we get into free agency after that. It's coming fast. It's coming quick here for the NBA. But before we get to all of the stuff about Willie Green, don't forget our about our live NBA draft show on YouTube. NBA draft goat Chad Ford, locked on NBA ho- draft host Raphael Barlow, and locked on NBA host John Krause will be live in a studio out of Dallas covering the NBA draft. It's the Locked On NBA Draft 2021 live show brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. The local host is going to hop on there after each pick is made to give you their thoughts. So follow the Locked On NBA YouTube page today and watch our live coverage on July 29th starting at 6 p.m. Central. So there you go. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of draft talk next week and hopefully a guest or two as well to kind of go into some of that stuff. But today, Willie Green officially, even though we've known this for a little while, named the head coach of your New Orleans Pelicans. No surprise. We all knew this was coming. It's basically been official in every capacity other than social media for about two weeks or so now, but the Pelicans did want to wait, and Willie Green himself wanted to wait until the NBA Finals were over. Now that they're over, there you go. New head coach. He's going to be in New Orleans on Tuesday. It's also his birthday, I think on Wednesday or Thursday, so probably a pretty happy birthday to Willie Green here, uh, who's the third youngest head coach in the league right now. Willie Green was not the the original first choice for New Orleans, but he was definitely in the process. He was definitely interviewing some of the other teams too, with the Magic, with the Wizards. But after Jacques Vaughn turned down New Orleans, and look, we saw the reporting, we talked about it yesterday from Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report saying, Jacques Vaughn didn't really want to kind of have some of the decisions forced on him by David Griffin. Whether you think that's an overreach or not, it's fine. Some teams do this, some teams don't. This is just how the Pelicans are operating. This is how David Griffin is. It's probably a good thing that the Pelicans didn't get their number one choice. The bad situation would have been Jacques Vaughn taking the job because there's only 30 of them, right? You never know when you're going to be another NBA head coach, especially when you don't have the best one uh, one loss track record, wins and losses track record that Jacques Vaughn has, and his isn't good. But if he had the option to be a head coach again and he thought that might never come and he took this job and then butted heads again with David Griffin, that wouldn't have been anything good. You don't need to worry about that, I guess, because he didn't take the job. He removed his name from consideration. And the Pelicans ended up with someone who probably is going to be able to have that better working relationship with David Griffin, not butt heads, and not give us a repeat of the Stan Van Gundy situation. That would have been really disastrous. I don't think we're going to actually need to worry about that this time around. That's great. He butted heads with Alvin Gentry, whom he decided to keep and pick up the extension on. Didn't work out with Stan Van Gundy. How did that hire get made in the first place, right? This one, I think hopefully they've done their due diligence. Everyone is on the same page. You don't need to worry about it. I did see in the YouTube comments yesterday, by the way, someone said Willie Green might have the most power as head coach, the most leeway as head coach in the league, which I thought was interesting because I hadn't thought about it with this, saying that because David Griffin's on his third head coach, 
Willie Green's like, if you if you boss me around and this goes south, it's going to look worse for you than it's going to look for me. And maybe that gives Willie Green a little bit more control of the situation, knowing that if David Griffin has to fire him and it's a bad situation, David Griffin's going to get fired himself and be out of a job. And certainly, if he goes through four head coaches in four years, you'd hope they'd move on from him. Interesting. I don't think that's something we need to worry about. And I think Willie Green's coming in willing to listen to the front office. And I don't think he's going to kind of, in a sense, go rogue. So this is probably a good thing. And we talked about even last week or, or on Monday, it's tough to grade these hires. Everyone's asked me, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? On the surface, it looks good. I've talked to a lot of people around the league about Willie Green. They all rave about him. There's friends, there's colleagues, his former colleagues. No one's going to say anything bad about him. If you talk to people around the league about any assistant coach, no one says anything bad. No one says anything bad. So it's tough to really try and grade this, but you can kind of go by what people are saying with his current team, the Suns, and they clearly were promoting him as to, to be a head coach. You know, if they like him so much, maybe you almost downplay it a little bit, keep him there, right? But you actually want to see people get promoted and people succeed and take jobs that they want. I think that's a really important thing in any industry. So to hear the way Chris Paul raves about Willie Green, I don't know, that makes me feel pretty good. And that makes me feel pretty good about the relationship he can build with Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. And we're going to talk about that in the third segment. In the next segment too, we are going to look at what he brings to what he brings to the table and then what he needs to be doing after that. So there you go. Willie Green, the next head coach in the press release. Here are some of the quotes here coming from Gail Benson quote after an extension, uh, extensive and collaborative search. Willie stood out among an impressive group of candidates as the best person to lead our team going forward. We are very happy to, uh, happy to welcome Willie as our new head coach. And we look forward to working with him to guide our team on the court as we work towards bringing a championship to new Orleans. This next quote comes from David Griffin, quote, Willie has established himself as one of the most respected assistant coaches in the NBA. In large part, this is due to a tireless work ethic and authenticity of character. He brings a vast amount of basketball knowledge and experience to our team as both a coach and former player, along with exceptional leadership qualities and an innate ability to connect with players, staff, and fans alike. We could not be more excited to welcome Willie and his family to New Orleans. And then Willie Green said, I want to thank Miss Benson, or Mrs. Benson, I should say, David Griffin and the entire Pelicans organization for having faith in me to lead this talented group of players moving forward. It's a blessing and an honor to get this opportunity in a special place like New Orleans. I look forward to getting to work and immersing myself and my family into the local community, end quote. He's been an assistant with the Phoenix Suns since 2019. Before that, he was with the uh, Golden State Warriors um, as an assistant there on Steve Kerr's staff winning back-to-back championships in 17 and 18, and also getting back to the finals in 19 as well. He's been their summer league coach um, as well, as well for both the Warriors and the Phoenix Suns. And he's a 12-year veteran after being drafted 41st in 2003 by Seattle, by the way. 731 regular season games with almost 300 starts with Philly, New Orleans, Atlanta, the Clippers, and Orlando. Um, And he's qualified for the the playoffs seven times in 12 seasons. Good qualifications. We'll get into those coming up a little bit more next on talking about, you know, what he brings to the table and what you hope he's going to be doing and why he's kind of qualified a little bit more in depth than that for this job and what are some of the reasons New Orleans really, truly hired him. That's going to be coming up here next on today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. 
Yes, the NBA is over, but baseball is still going on. You've got the Olympics as well. And if you want to make those a little bit more interesting, no better way to get in on the action than using betonline.ag. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. And frankly, if you just need a one-stop shop, they've got all the latest news on every sport out there. You can get other odds. They have fun contests going on. And if you want to make things more interesting, go to betonline.ag. So head to the website using your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. That's like you've already won a bet it's free money right there for you over at betonline.ag betonline your online sportsbook experts all right continuing to talk about Willie Green the new Pelicans head coach and I just said in the last segment you know they were turned down by turned down right no official offer was made to Jock Vaughn he removed his name he wanted to stay in Brooklyn it sounds like from the reporting he wanted to kind of keep his family in one spot and not have to uproot his like teenage kids he also sounds like he you know didn't, didn't want to deal with David Griffin to a certain degree and have that level of input on his rotations on minutes comedy you know whatever it might be just didn't want that that's okay not every team operates like that, but a lot of them, a lot of them do. I wouldn't necessarily, it's probably split about 50-50 throughout the league. But Willie Green's going to be willing to do that, and I think that's a really important thing because that's what it's going to take to kind of succeed in this job. You're going to have to get that input from the front office. But as David Griffin said in the uh, PR email we got, one of the reasons he's been brought in is to really connect with players. And we'll get into kind of his list of priorities coming up in the next segment. But this is a big quality of him that's really important. And you look at it from top to bottom. Yes, he needs to connect with Zion and he needs to connect with Brandon Ingram. That's like kind of at the top of his list. But he's going to need to connect with these other players too. And when we talked yesterday about lessons the Pelicans should learn from the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, one of them is kind of developing a lot of their own talent. And that's where Willie Green's going to kind of be put to the test, I think, a little bit here in New Orleans right away. They developed Chris Middleton there. They developed Giannis there. But you also, in a small market, really rely on those role players. And we saw the depth of Milwaukee really shine through at times. Pat Connaughton, Bobby Portis. I could go through some other players too. Brooke Lopez. You know, high-end role players that they've developed to a certain degree. Brooke Lopez wasn't really shooting a ton of threes till he kind of made that a signature of his in Milwaukee. So the Pelicans need guys like that, but you're in a small market. You're not going to have a ton of money to spend, most likely. You need to kind of develop the players you have. And that's where I think Willie Green can really come in. Yes, it's assistant coaches working one-on-one with these people to actually refine their like specific skills. It's Fred Vinson working on the shooting. It's Teresa Witherspoon working on some other things, right? But it's also Willie Green getting their buy-in for these players to do all of this. And that's why I think Willie Green's important. He carved out, what, we said a 13-year career, something like that? What, what are the numbers? 12-year 12 12 NBA veteran after being drafted 41st overall. Second-round picks don't often work out like that. That's a pretty impressive career to have for where he was drafted. He stuck around in the NBA and was a solid contributor for a long time and has had a lot of postseason success. Seven times in 12 years is pretty good. You hope that... The players on this roster that are maybe some of the fringer guys, right, or role players on this team, look at him and are like, oh man, this guy is a guy that's going to keep me in the NBA for years to come. I'm going to keep earning million-dollar paychecks. I'm not going to be out of the league. If he can work with those guys to have the type of career that he had, it's unspectacular, right? Like, it, 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 Willie Green's not going to go be a Hall of Famer. He's not going to have his number retired by any team that he played for. But a useful dude to have, right? Milwaukee's filled with that. Phoenix is kind of filled with them to a certain degree. So if Willie Green can connect with some of the fringer guys on the roster, 
and get their buy-in to help them elevate their game and become those really important role players, that's a really valuable trait to have in your head coach when you're in a small market. The margin for error is a little bit less, much less potentially, and you need those guys to outplay their contracts, to be worth more than what they are, you know, in terms of their millions per year that they're making, because you can't just, you know, sign new guys in free agency. You have to pick the right guys that fit, that give you their buy-in and then elevate them up. And that's kind of what the coaching staff is there for. And that's something that I think Willie Green's going to be able to do. Because as he said in interviews, he can look at these guys and go, I was right there with you. I was in your shoes. I was the type of player that you are. You're not going to be an all-star. You might not be a starter. But do you want to stay in the NBA for as long as you can? And all of these guys want to do that, right? He can do that. That also might make guys that are looking to leave the league or on their way out, but maybe have enough potential and talent to stay to pick New Orleans over other teams. And maybe it gives you an advantage at the fringes of free agency, not at the top of free agency, but maybe towards the bottom. It's still somewhat of a competitive advantage, right? And I think that's a very valuable kind of trait to have in your head coach. Again, he can relate with so many different types of players. That's big. And hearing the way Chris Paul talks about him, if you can relate with Chris Paul, is probably, let's be honest, a pain in the ass, right? You can do that. I trust that you can kind of do it with a number of these other guys. And then you look at the coaches he's been under. Monty Williams, Steve Kerr, some others that he's played for. It, it's a good list. And he's kind of said all the right things. You know, I always kind of love this style of, of, of refining who you are, not building your brand, but your own way you go about things. You watch and listen to other people do it. You take bits and pieces from one person, bits and pieces from another, and you kind of merge them all into this amalgamation that is you and your style. And you use what works for you. You toss what doesn't, even if it worked from someone else. And it sounds like Willie Green's done that. He's taken pieces from Monty Williams. He's taken pieces from um, Kerr. Yeah, sign me up for that. I dig, I dig all of that. I think that's really an important quality, and I like that. So again, while it's tough to grade these hires and predict whether these people are going to do well or not, and look, it depends on the roster, right? Willie Green's not going to take the roster we had here in New Orleans last season and elevate it to the NBA Finals like the Phoenix Suns this past year. It's going to be on David Griffin to give him more of that. I don't know, though. At least on the surface, all of this looks pretty good, and I feel more confident about what he's going to be able to do than maybe I have with, with other people. And I saw someone on Twitter say, like, his... Any has like our fan base, the Pelicans fan base, been this united in something in a long time? And it seems like no. Um, at least when it comes to kind of coaching hire and things like that, there were people who didn't like Gentry. There were people who like didn't like Stan Van Gundy. This one overall, people seem to feel really good about that and cool. I like that. That's that's something that this team needs, and I think that's going to be a really important thing. So coming up, what are his priorities? What's he got to start to do? Starting, you know, probably today, tomorrow, over the weekend, before he gets unveiled Tuesday, and then in the immediate aftermath of that, we'll talk about that coming up here next in today's episode, the Friday edition of Locked On Pelicans. But before we get to that, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Celebrate the freedom of choice with all of the amazing, delicious flavors that Built Bar has. There's absolutely something for everyone. Whether it's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and the German chocolate cake. They've got something for everyone. And look, they've also got fun, special, limited edition time flavors. Whether it is the grasshopper cookie, which was just thin mint. 
I have a bunch of the churro puff bars, which are delicious. If they ever roll out the coconut brownie one, just immediately buy as many of those as you can. They're all delicious. And if you want to know which ones are your favorite and you haven't tried them all, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine different flavors. So not only are they delicious and have like the better better consistency in a protein bar that you've ever had before, they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180. So they're under 200. You're not wasting all that cardio you just did. Only four to five grams sugar, only four to five grams net carbs. All amazing, all tasty, all healthy for you. So give them a try today. Again, mint brownie. That is like my favorite go-to of the like core flavors that they have. It's like mint chocolate chip ice cream, but in protein bar form. And they're the official protein bar of the US track and field team. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Built.com. All right, continuing to talk about the newest addition to the Pelicans, head coach, Willie Green. So now that he's the head coach, what's next? What's he got to do? Okay, so first and foremost, and I got asked this on WWL radio last night, you know, they were like, priority number one probably has to be getting on the same page as David Griffin, right? Yes, and I'd be willing to bet that that's already done. I don't think the Pelicans would have hired him if there was any doubt that he wasn't going to take input from David Griffin, Trajan Langdon, you know, um, Swin Cash, and the rest of the front office. That should be a done deal. It, it wasn't with Stan Van Gundy. Makes me a little bit nervous at times, too. But that should be, should be a done deal. So I'm just going to say that, that, that that's checked off here. Number two on his list of things to do. Reach out to Zion and Brandon Ingram and start building that relationship. You remember the immediate aftermath of the Golden State Warriors winning their first, second title? I don't remember which one it was. Um, I think it was the first. I can't remember. You saw Alvin Gentry, who had already been hired as the head coach of the Pelicans, in the locker room, champagne being poured on him jumping up and down, like soaking wet, screaming into the camera, AD, we're going to come right back here. We're going to come right back here. Sending a message to the star player of the team, trying to kind of make that immediate connection. Stuff like that. Reach out to both of those guys. Start trying to build the relationship. Get their buy-in. Talk to them and build that relationship. Get them on the same page. Get them kind of like listening to the things you did well in Phoenix. Start to build that relationship. Have those conversations. Get their buy-in for what you want to do offensively and more importantly, defensively. Need a guy like Brandon Ingram competing harder on that end of the court. This is probably the most important thing you can do. Get the buy-in from those two guys. Number three is going to be build, fill out the rest of the assistant coaches. Hire that associate head coach if it's not already on the roster in Fred Vincent or Teresa Witherspoon. Is it Sam Mitchell? Is it someone else? It's number three. But that's not going to matter unless you get buy-in from Zion and Brandon Ingram. Ingram likes it here. Zion likes it here. But they want to win. And they also don't want... And Ingram's not going to want to deal with what went on with Stan Van Gundy. So build those relationships. But more importantly for Willie Green, figure out how to reach these guys. That's on him. It can't be come in and do things like... You know, maybe your approach with Chris Paul and some of the others didn't work or won't work. Then you need to kind of figure out what makes these guys tick. Not to pull a... Jason Kidd and try and push their buttons and do all of that stuff, but to figure out what works so that you can do it in a positive and constructive manner. Jason Kidd likes to get under people's skins and try and annoy them to motivate them and things like that. That's not what you want here. You want like, not, a, I don't know if it's a friend or what is it like a mentor or something like that. I don't know, whatever word you want to use, but that's what he needs to be doing. 
In these conversations, you should be recording them, going back and listening to them, and trying to figure these people out. Psycho, like, analyze them, something like that. Um, he's probably not qualified to do that, but I don't know. You guys get what I'm trying to say about this. Build that relationship. So third is the assistant coaches. Is it going to be Sam Mitchell? Is it going to be other people? How are you going to fill out the rest of the staff? And how are you going to make this kind of work and get everyone on the same page moving forward? And also start building that relationship with Fred Vincent and Teresa Witherspoon. We've seen it where... You know, uh, coach doesn't hire all of the assistant coaches. There's kind of some assistant coaches that are more loyal to the front office than the coach. I don't know if that's necessarily kind of what you want. Build relationships with them so that everyone's kind of one big, happy, to quote Vin Diesel, family here. And also to quote David Griffin because he loves to kind of use things like that. Those are the biggest things. And then start to kind of get the buy-in from the rest of the team too. We just really talked about it in the last segment. Those other guys that are going to be role players for you this year or need to step up, whether that is Jackson Hayes, whether it is Nikhil Alexander-Walker, whether it is Billy Hernan Gomez or Didi, all of those people. Get their buy-in. Let them know you're here to help them and you can make them better NBA players and what you want to see out of them coming into training camp. Or, or summer league where some of these guys might still play. I think all of that's going to be super important because this team needs depth going into next season um, with so many different people that are still trying to grow and players might go through stretches where they're not playing too great. And this is a chance to kind of shore up a lot of that. Build those relationships, hire the staff, build the other relationships that are less important than Zion and Brandon Ingram. I don't care about the offense, the defense. You can figure all of that out later on, but start to figure out how these guys want to play, how you think they can work best, but you're going to get a lot of input from the front office on that. Then kind of jump into the draft stuff and start figuring out free agency and how that's going to go and you know try and have a voice in that with the intel that Willie Green has from his time around the league, both as a player and a coach. So I think those are the biggest priorities for him. All right, so before we wrap up today's show, don't forget, listen to the ultimate mock draft 2021 presented by locked on and odyssey featuring analysis from chad ford odyssey nba experts brian scalabrini and former general manager ryan mcdonough who drafted devin booker for the suns our locked on nba local experts including myself will make selections and trades did that for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event search the ultimate mock draft 2021 on the new odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts odyssey is your home for all the sports podcast music and news that matters to you that's odyssey a-u-d-a-c-y it's really fun five episodes search the ultimate mock draft 2021 wherever you get your podcast and that's going to do it for this edition of locked on pelicans this week of locked on pelicans thank you all so much for listening i uh, appreciate you all being here great to be back on youtube subscribe to it on youtube if you haven't already you can see me talking about this if you're watching on youtube please subscribe to the show there's additional things on there on occasion um so this has been a lot of fun love to see it on both platforms reaching the widest audience possible leave a five-star review with a comment if you get a chance that always helps the show and tell a friend that helps even more we got a big full week next week with the draft coming up it's going to be exciting i'm looking forward to it all i'm excited to be with you all then as always i'm your host jake madison at nola jake on twitter and we'll be back with you all next week